The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Erica Busserhaney is an international psychic medium who is highly respected for her amazing abilities to communicate to loved ones from beyond the grave. And she is here with us now. How are you today? Hey, Toby. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm in a Halloween mood on this spooky night. I love Halloween. It's really spooky. Yes. First of all, you are a psychic medium. What exactly does a psychic medium do? Well, just like the movie, you know, I see and talk to dead people. Ooh, is it just as simple as that? It is. It's just as simple as that. Uh, Psychic mediums basically are are psychics. Um, Mediums are a little different. They are connected with the other world through evidential communication with spirit. Um, Psychics tend to kind of focus more on your love life, your relationship, your future outcast, you know, what's coming up, things that deal with your life. Where mediums, they're able to make those connections um, by meeting the spirit halfway, um, the term medium. But they're known to kind of talk to dead people. Does everybody have the ability to train themselves to become a psychic medium? Or is it just a gift that you're born with and have it forever? I believe that everybody is born with intuition. <clears throat> I always say dogs sense things, cats sense things, snakes. I mean, all of these different senses everybody has. Um, I think that a lot of times people live every day without recognizing it. But mediums um, are more, I guess their brains, our brains are a little bit more wired where we are in touch with um, making those connections to the spirit world, kind of like shadow walking Um, a little bit more prevalent. So I always say that it's kind of singing, but mediumship is kind of like Whitney Houston on steroids, you know, singing the national anthem. And if you have that intuition, but don't necessarily know about it, what can you do to kind of activate it? Yes, I I love that because I love to empower people to tap into their psychic intuition. And the only thing I would say is just be still and listen um, don't debunk things that happen to you. There are a lot of times where synchronicities will happen or the inner voice within yourself will tell you little things or you'll have dreams. Um, I always say just ask for more, quiet your mind and listen. Um, and a lot of times things will be revealed to you. But meditation is the key. If you want to go full flown, just go meditation, start meditating um, and look for psychic development, intuition, 
um, things online. There's a ton of free stuff. I also sell things, but there's free stuff out there. I'm quite interested in how it works because talking to dead people, would you be able to get in touch with Elvis or Marilyn Monroe if you wanted? Or does it have to be certain conditions that are met and you can't kind of just choose anyone? I think there are some mediums out there that, you know, connect to um, to people like that. You know, they say, hey, let me get, um, you know, I don't know, Elvis or something like that. And they yeah. want they, they communicate. My my ability is a little different to me. Um, you know, if I were Elvis, I'm not going to worry about, you know, coming to connect with Erica because I don't know Erica. <clears throat> and I think sometimes that gets into ego. So usually mediumship is some someone that is connected to you, Toby, or someone that would be connected to me who has a stake in the game, something that they want to say. Um, so I'm not known to pull random people out of Hollywood. You know, I no, that's not my thing, but there are people out there that say they do that. Um, but yeah, it, they, I think the spirit world has to have some kind of connection to you in order for them to, you know, drop their busy life in heaven to come down and, you know, say hello. So do the spirits sort of have to be hanging around in the room, so to speak? No, I think that they are they're living their best life um, where they are in um, the other place. And I think that at times love will bring them back to us to give us messages of hope and messages of evidential, you know, uh, life after death. And so they don't, they're not just hanging around in your house. No, they come down. It's like they come down from heaven every now and then and okay. give us love and show us love and goosebumps. So I take it that you believe in the afterlife then? I do. You know, I think that's a misconception that, um, you know, people that are psychic mediums don't believe in God. You know, they're different religious paths and everything. But for me, I can speak of for me, yes, I do believe in an afterlife. I do believe in God. Um, you know, I don't do anything that that's really basically against that in a concept. I mean, I'm, I find myself to be a very spiritual person. And what would you say to people that might think it's a load of nonsense? Because I'll be completely honest, I'm a bit sceptical myself, but I've never really put myself forward for any psychic happenings or had any experiences so I suppose my skepticism comes from not having any evidence for both ways. I think it's you know healthy skepticism is important um you know th there was a long time ago that <clears throat> people would walk around and they you know they have tinctures and they'd say this tincture you know you give me a hundred dollars it's going to cure any and everything you know, that's wrong with you. And so me as a skeptic, I'd say, yeah, right. That's bull. Um, so I think in a way it's very healthy um, to be skeptical of people when they say they can do these things. Um, I don't think that's wrong at all. And I think it's just basically, you know, you'll be drawn to people. Um, do your homework out there. See what they do. See what they've known to do. Check their reviews. But I will be the first to say, um, when people approach me with abilities, I'm very skeptical. So I'm on the same skeptical wagon. Even though I do this, you know, for a living, I'm very skeptical of other people. I suppose it's good to question your own beliefs. Otherwise, you just end up in some sort of echo chamber, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't question me, my beliefs. I question the validity of other people that do things because okay. because for me, like, I mean, I come from, I'm an African-American in the U.S. And so 
a lot of the connotations with spirituality has always been negative. You know, the voodoo, the hoodoo, the, you know, and so I'm from a whole different perspective. And so, you know, I question people that say they can roll an egg on me and, you know, get rid of all my generational curses. Um, I question those people. Um, I don't believe in that as far as the validity of that. So I'm very skeptical when people come to me and they say, ooh, let me show you what I can do. Um, because I know the validity of what people like me do, and so I'm very skeptical. So I think that's wonderful to be skeptical. Okay. Now, I think maybe we should have a bit of fun, so to speak. Are you picking up any vibes just now between this conversation? Okay, so what I do is I focus on Toby and information in his highest good, okay? okay. And so I go to... Um, I go to a location, I, I guess, wherever you would have been at some point. And I'm a paranormal investigator, so <laughs> I love ghost stuff, okay? And so I'm in this, I don't know why I see a lot of gray unless it's got slate around it or the home is gray or the room is gray. Mm. But I'm going to imagine this is you and your little or littler. Um, and then I'm in a two-story, I want to say it's a two-story, maybe a three-story home. And it has to be you in a bedroom, okay, or someone that looks like you when you're little. Okay. Um, and there is a presence in that room. The floors are going to say are hardwood too, and there's a presence of what I will say either is your grandfather or great grandfather. But I know that there will be a name connection with either you or your father or brother or something like that. And to me, the way this person died, it should have been pretty much abrupt, um, like a fallout or heart attack or something. But they show me falling prior to death or at death. And I also feel like they're acknowledging a name connection to you. And then what's really strange is they also show me flying like in a plane. Um, and this is traveling. OK, and this is something that I guess you aspire to do at some point in your life, which is cool. And because of the talent of writing, they show me writing, which is to me something that's also passed down. Um, you should write a story either about the lineage of your family or there is something maybe you're going to work on in the future in reference to this. Because I do feel that you channel energy in that way. So maybe there's a story about your life or your family or your, your history or you might be working on something like that. Um, and they show me that you're going to do that. But I also get the whole Ireland thing, but obviously, you know, you got something going on with that, too. Yeah, I think there's a bit of heritage there. Yeah, and and so I would say that there is some returning to that location at some point in your life, okay? Okay. Um, also, one quick question. Have you ever been afraid of, like, um, sleep, like, you know, when you sleep as a child, was there always fear of under the bed, like where you would peer under the bed and see if there's something there? Um, yeah, I think when I was little, I'd be scared of that if it was dark and I was in a room on my own, yeah. Do you have any recollection of seeing anybody in your room at some point? No, but, uh, well, when I was younger, I mean, this is something that could probably be explained logically. Okay. But I remember in like the early morning, I felt something grab my leg and it felt like real. But then I don't know. Okay. Do you have any connection to the multiple level house when you were that age? Um, I had a house with multiple levels. Yeah. But I don't know. 
Was it during the same time, though, that you had that experience? Yes. Okay. And do you know if that house was gray on the outer or the inner? It was kind of white on the outside, and I suppose the kitchen floor was gray. That's the only thing I can think of. Um, no. You know what slate looks like, like gray slate? Yeah. That's kind of what I was seeing. I don't know if I it's suppose the texture of the roof, maybe. I don't know. No, <laughs> I don't know. That's just how I see things, but it's all good. It's no big deal. Um, what about the connection to your grandfather? Well... Is there a name connection? I've only ever known one of my grandfathers, and he's still alive. Do you know if there's a name connection to another grandfather for you or your father? Um, I don't know. How do you mean? Okay, so it'd be like if, if I had two grandfathers, and one of those grandfathers named their child after them. Oh, yes. Well, my granddad that's still alive, my brother was named after him. Yeah, and so that's basically kind of what that's about. It's like name connection means someone is named after that person. But if you did more homework maybe to his father, see if he was also named after his father in some way. Okay. Because the person has to be dead, and if your grandfather is not dead, it has to be the great. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. 
Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah. So it'd be like your great-grandfather named his son after him in some way. And then maybe your brother is named after your grandfather. There is a connection to the name being passed down. Okay, very interesting indeed. Is that all you've got for now to pick up on? Yeah, and the only other thing that was weird that I just saw as you were speaking was some kind of cut like in the front part of you. A cut? Yes, like a surgery cut or some kind of scar or some kind of tattoo. Oh, um, do you know whereabouts? Uh, I'd have to look again. It looks like it is to, if I was standing, okay, it's going to be on your right side near your tummy. If you're looking at me. Uh, no, let's just say it's your left or right, right? You, you, you're left or right. So it's going to be on the right side near your tummy. Uh, yeah, well, it's on my arm, but I don't know if the way I'm positioned right now would have an impact on that because I've got, my arm is in line with my tummy. Don't know. I just know it's on your right side. Well, my left arm it's on. But go ahead. I'll still focus on you during the, the, the interview and see if I get anything else. Okay, well, have you ever seen a ghost yourself? I have. I've seen many ghosts. And do they look like they do in the movies, or is it a completely different thing? No, they don't really look like that. Ghosts don't look like human form, like in the movies, how they kind of shadow them out, but you can still see the features. Most ghosts that we see are energy, um, just kind of like when you see those videos online of the energy moving or the shadow person. Yeah. Um, yeah. It takes a lot of energy for a ghost to manifest in the sense of, of a real human person. So most people that say they see ghosts, they see part of a body, part of a spirit body, like they might see the head and the arms and the um, but not the leg. So it's really, you hardly ever see a full-blown apparition in complete detail. Okay. Religious apparitions are a thing. Do you think that they are of a similar thing or are they a completely different thing? Um, are you speaking like when people see um, nuns or Christ or things like that? Um, yeah, things like that. Angels. I don't know if you know, like the Lady of Lourdes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I believe that those times when people see those things, I do believe in those, yes. Because I've had, um, you know, I've not me personally specifically, but I've had friends of mine, especially with children who have been sick and the children will report seeing what they they speak of to be an angel. Um, and then sometimes they're miraculously healed after that. Okay. Are there more spirits around at this time of year at Halloween? I think spirits are around all the time. I think during Halloween, it just gets more scary and dark and creepy. And so, you know, you might have more people trying to play with the Ouija board and doing all that silliness. But spirits are pretty much around 24-7, 365 days. I don't think the, the Halloween aspect of it really makes a difference. Okay. Have you ever scared yourself when maybe you've been reading someone and something's frightened you? Yeah, like I was saying before, we have a paranormal team called Second Sight Paranormal, and we were filming for a television show, our local show, and we went out into the woods, 
and we interacted with a very negative energy and all of us was scared. <laughs> I think everybody on the team <laughs> got like, oh, where's the holy water type of vibe? So yeah, it, it affected all of us. It was a very negative energy. So that's, I would say that is probably going to be one of the only times that I've been kind of scared or shaken in a way. And you've got your own TV show and your own radio show as well. Can you tell us a bit about that? Because what exactly do you like to do in them? Well, uh, we do, we have kind of stopped because of COVID, but we love to go to haunted locations and uh, we have a lot of sensitive people on the team. So we all pick up different things, but I love to see spirits kind of work the equipment and do crazy things and scare us and um, then the radio show, I love to interview people like myself and even different and skeptics too, and just get their point of view, mix it up and kind of talk about different dis- discussions. Um, so we have everything on there from, you know, psychics to holistic healers, um, you know, trying to find answers to the, to life's questions basically, you know? So, yeah, I mean, I enjoy, like you do enjoy bringing something a little different to yeah. the, to the yeah. audience. What's the scariest place you've been to on the TV show? I mean, other than that place you mentioned, was there anywhere scarier or was that the place? Well, I would say that was kind of the place. The rest of the hauntings are really nice. Um, I love to go to Waverly. Waverly was really cool. It was a TB hospital. And it was scary um, in the fact that you would see apparitions and it was very active. But they were all good spirits. So for me, you know, a normal person probably would be like, oh, my God, it's too active in here. Let me get out. Me, I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. But I'm a little twisted. You know, I have like a snake hanging from my bed right now. (laughs) So... I'm a little different, you know, but yeah, I totally love Waverly, but the scaredest I've ever been was probably um, in the woods in Pensacola at night. Have you ever found it so scary that you've just thought, right, that's it, I've got to give up? No, because I'm like, I'm a crazy chick. I'm one of those, I'm I'm like a rock star psychic, Joan Jett, you name it, um, with a little Stevie Nicks vibe going on. So, yeah, I was just like, okay, get the holy water. Let's go over there. And then I was like, okay, wait, sister is out. I'm riding out. I'm getting out of here. And so then I went back. And, you know, it was just kind of like a, a love-hate relationship with the bad spirit. But, um, yeah, I, I, am, I tend to kind of run to the negative, unfortunately, to try to help. Um, but I don't think I've I, – I have a strong belief in God. And so that kind of – makes me feel protected so i I think that my higher power is stronger than whatever that was how does it feel when you get like a spirit coming to you does that have a kind of special feeling or is it just something you see and maybe you're used to it now well i think initially it feels like the highest high i mean it, it is it is totally cool i mean it gives you like this high that's crazy it's like jumping out of a plane whoa um you get goosebumps you know, it's it's scary high, I guess. And so I get goosebumps. I get really cold. Then um, sometimes like I'll see around me like this energy circle of stuff moving. Um, other times I'll see people. But the, the, the feeling of it for people that are listening is it's those goosebumps you get. It's that knowledge or that feel that people are watching you, I think, a lot of times. 
it could also be like electrical stuff around you, the lights flickering, noises, um, the hair sticking up on your 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 neck, um, just all that. I mean, spirits when they touch you, sometimes you get a whole tremble or shake through your body. And as a child, did you know that you had this ability, and did you use it? As a child, I knew about it. My mom was, again, different. Um, You know, she was, like, into playing with the Ouija board and, you know, summoning things, I'm sure. And so when I was a little girl, I was afraid of all of those things. So I basically um, saw things but didn't want to acknowledge them. Um, And so when I got older and got into college and I started watching Unsolved Mysteries, that's when I started to see um, dead women, literally, and... I would start working on cold cases with our local law enforcement to see if I was crazy or see if I could really do this. And come to find out, I wasn't. I was really good at finding or talking to dead people that were murdered and raped and killed. And so that in itself became my my reasoning for being coldcasepsychic.com. And I only did that. I didn't do the other readings until way later. So you actually got called to work with the police for this, to solve stuff? Yeah, they used, they used to pass out my card, um, and they have referred people to me, yes. Um, we I have been in a couple documentaries um, because of that work also, and I um, can proudly say that um, I did help them find people, so it, that was a, a good thing. But were some people who were working on the case quite sceptical of it themselves? Because I'd imagine there would be a lot of people thinking, mm, maybe she's making it up. Well, I think for me, like, um, we had one particular girl by the name of Samira. Yeah. Um, when law enforcement contacted me, I told them she was floating in water, blah, 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 blah. And she would be found the next day and there would be this and this and that. And it actually ended up being exactly what I said. Whoa. Um, so, you know, I think, I think you're as good as your reputation. And because I've always been one of those people that, you know, clients will tell me, people call me and they say, my daughter's experiencing a haunting or something. And how much do you want? I'm like, you have a child that's being tormented. I don't want anything. I said, let me do what I can to help her. Um, So, you know, I I think it just, you know, my reputation from going from a child care owner, you know, I had two businesses. I had my own child care facility. I didn't have to be a psychic. Um, I, I sold those businesses in order to do this full time because I felt like that's what God wanted me to do was to help people. So I think my intent and my integrity and my reputation kind of speaks for itself. And what do you think of sometimes there's comedy people who do a sort of joke psychic character um, like in the UK, we have a guy called Clinton Baptiste. I don't know if you've heard of him, where he kind of goes on radio shows and just makes stuff up as a joke. Do you th- kind of see the funny side of that, or do you think it's maybe knocking what you do? You know, to be honest, I've gotten calls from people, and, and you know, a couple of times I've kind of known that they were kind of like radio people because you could tell by the awesomeness of their voice. But the first time I got the call, this guy, you know, me being an empath, really trying to help this guy, I'm like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so it was really a whole joke. (laughs) I realized it like mid in and I'm like, oh, my God, he just so punked me. But I was laughing. I was because I don't take myself so serious. I I was just laughing. I was like, oh, my God, I'm psychic. I should have saw that coming. I was (laughs) laughing with him. 
Um, so I wasn't even upset about it. And I, my son, you know, um, my son does comedy sometime. And, you know, me and my husband, we joke around. You know, he, he watches comedy all the time. So I, I don't get upset about it because I feel like if I put myself out here like this, then someone has a right to, you know, to say what they want. It doesn't define me. I mean, that's their, their, that's their niche. You know, it doesn't define who I am. I know me. Um, but yeah, I would probably like laugh at it. I wouldn't be offended. Okay. Do your family believe in what you do as well? Uh, most definitely. It's, it runs in my family uh, really strongly. They usually say some people are generational psychics, a medium. Um, I am one of those people. Yes, so I suppose, of course, they believe it if they've experienced it themselves as well. Yeah, I mean, you not everybody, just because you has, have this ability, doesn't mean you have to necessarily be a psychic medium 24-7, you know, like I am. Yeah. There are a lot of people, um, including people in my family, that have gone into law enforcement because they had a empathic need to help people and they had that blue sense or that sixth sense, we would say. There are other people that go into psychology or healing fields, nursing. Um, I've met some killer. Uh, we know of Mark Anthony, who's a psychic attorney, who basically was an attorney, a Harvard studied attorney. And basically, during the time of him being an attorney, he realized that his psychic intuition was stronger. So he decided to be a psychic full time, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that, in, I mean, he is a logical mind man. Um, that had generational intuition in his family as well. So I think that, you know, yeah, we can use our intuition in different fields. Um, and most of my family are very intuitive. They don't necessarily, they didn't set up a psychic table, but they definitely use their intuition in their jobs. And I see that you're offering readings online. Where can we get involved in that? Yes, yeah, so we are pitching psychicfinds.com. We want people to go there. We have... Uh, we're hiring, but we have a, a strong, diverse group of psychics, mediums, and healers at psychicfinds.com. And we want people in the UK and the US, anybody listening, to go to that website and take your skeptical self over there and get a reading and see what it's all about. Well, if you're impressed with what you heard on today's show, you can go and check that out. Thank you very much for joining us today, Erica. Thank you, Toby. It was fun. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.